Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ahoy to me nano, Hamish. Oh, I hope we're iPods, to be honest. <laughs> Ahoy to me shuffle. I yes! Know. Yeah. <laughs> I am an iPod. And I'll be a mini. <laughs> You Probably are, the least popular, the mini. I would say so, yeah. It's rare are, for you to put yourself in that rank. Just the way the crookie crumbled today. Uh, <laughs> I can ha- actually <laughs> hardly remember what they all, oh, how Jeff, they're all different. I think, they, I think they just got to be too many, didn't they, towards yeah, the end? Yeah, they did. But let me yeah. take you a wander back there. The first mm. generation Nano had a capacity of one, two, or four gigabytes. Later, later which models, was enough. Which was enough. Do you know what? I was a big fan of the Nano. That was the tiny one that was almost like you could just clip onto your shirt, That's wasn't right. it? Like yeah. it was the size of a badge. Yeah, yeah. Because I only listened to about four albums on repeat, it was <laughs> jagged little perfect. <laughs> it was just perfect to me. Just Led Zeppelin remastered. <laughs> just the same old stuff when you just you know, yeah. just just same soundtrack. And that's not dissimilar to a lot of people. Uh, like my wife is very good at playlists, and she needs new music all the time. Yeah. I'm just I'm set with my four. <laughs> yes, Jacko, the shuffle you were launched in 2005. Sadly, a capacity of just 512 megabytes. Ooh. And didn't have a screen either. No, no neither did the Nano. I don't think the Nano, nano did. Or did the Nano, nano have a screen? No. And, or and maybe I'm thinking of the iPad Shuffle was the tiny little one you clipped onto your shirt. I think that might have been the Shuffle. shuffle. Yeah. That was my favourite. Shuffle forced you to shuffle, didn't you? You couldn't You couldn't listen to an no. album even if you wanted to. <laughs> I think you were forced shuffle. Really? Do no. you reckon? I think so, because that's that why like have a forced. That would be like an, iP- <laughs> an iP- iPod, like a, a podcast player that's forced two times speed. Like you can't. I think that's because they didn't have time. a screen. You couldn't go and select the album you wanted. So it was just like, put your songs on, but we'll choose the order for you. That wow. is true, actually. I think it was the, yeah, it was the, it was the lucky dip. Um, uh, well, the mini, I replaced you, Ham. I replaced the <sighs> Nano. Um, yeah, and it was the most popular. And yeah. it was the most popular. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. No, so you the weren't actually. You <laughs> weren't actually the Microsoft Zune after all. <laughs> My dad had the Zune. Uh, yeah, he loved the Zune. Well, he didn't love the Zune. He loved that it wasn't an iPod. Well, you had mini discs as well. I remember when we first hung out, I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Pain 2000. What was that, 2001 or 2002? That's when, because when the first iPod came out, Mm. the very first one was like 10 gig. It was, or maybe it was one gig, but it was huge. And it was like a thousand bucks. Was that brick? The yeah, brick right. one with you the. You it was that much? 10 gig? Yeah, because Ryan. No, sorry. One I think gig. it was one gig. I think yeah. it was one gig. Because Ryan, our mate Ryan, had one. Mm. He bought one. It was like $1,200. Yeah, it was wild. That seven pin firewire, <laughs> like huge firewire, like undersea, the kind of cables they use to run like internet from Australia to New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> this massive cable. And, 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 but we just couldn't, couldn't believe the capacity of this thing that it could do that. Yeah. And I was still, because I worked uh, my casual weekend job was at a Sony store. Mm. <laughs> Incorrectly, as it turns out, yeah. was constantly highlighting why the mini disc was a superior <laughs> format <laughs> uh, to ahoy, the MP3. Ahoy also to Jess, uh, who used the very easy-to-use system at hamishnandy.com to upload uh, from North Sydney what she's been up to. Ahoy, boys, it's Jess here. Just on a lunchtime walk around North Sydney. Just walked past Luna Park and the Harbour Bridge. Mm. And I've passed the bow of the original HMAS Sydney. 
Good to know that the bow is actually the front of the boat <laughs> and not the back. <laughs> Jess, a little bit. Everyone does know that. At Darcy, uh, <laughs> our sound engineer here who nipped out. He's the last person yep. that, to use the scissors uh, mm-hmm. and nipped out. In the uh, middle of the night. The- <laughs> <laughs> Just before the podcast was published, he gently lifted out the part where he was corrected yeah. he incorrectly, despite his shame. He was obviously very shamed because he was a rower at school mm. and he was not able to correctly <laughs> label the ends of the boat, confused by the fact that some participants in the sport of rowing are facing one way and going backwards and others are facing the other way. His brain got scrambled, mm. forgot where the bow was. Yep. And he just decided to keep that information from the public. And keeping the shipping analogies going, he nipped it out in the dead of the night, but it set off a beacon for me <laughs> that he doesn't like being a part of the podcast. Yes. And Andy, Andy at Harbour Control. Something <laughs> yes. what's this? Unauthorised access on the docks. <laughs> Who's down here? And hence, I've got a new segment, which I'm bringing back out again today. <laughs> yes! Yes! You're under the microscope right now. A powerful microscope. We're all going to be under a microscope. You know what? I think I think maybe it's time you put... Darcy. Under the microscope. <laughs> Darcy, welcome back in. Now, Haim, you, Thank you. You, weren't privy, <laughs> you weren't privy to this. <laughs> couple of weeks ago we had Darcy under the microscope we recorded it and in the post show meeting oh no he Darcy goes again. I don't think I think it's too long and for balance <laughs> we should <laughs> oh, <laughs> He put his hand up for a critical response to the show. How has this come back? How has this episode? Because, Darcy, don't you know, mate, where there's smoke, there's fire, and when there's where there's wriggling, it's, you've got Andy's attention. It's the wriggling uh, that, that excites yeah. him. If you wanted to leave you alone, play dead. <laughs> you keep trying to wriggle out of his grip. He knows you're it's alive. incredible. And at the end of the meeting, it somehow was on the bench, wasn't it? It wasn't included. Darcy on the Microsoft was taken out of the show. We wiggled it out. We wiggled it out. (laughs) Only upon reflection during the week, executive producer Carly said, no, I think Darcy on the Microsoft would be better in for balance. And so it has been. We very rarely, just so people get an insight into the show, as we record the episodes, you know, just more so for viewer of listener enjoyment Mm. that we don't blow out and dish you up just... You know, an, an indigestible hour, 20-minute episode. Yeah. We like to keep them at a certain length. Mm. Very, very rarely are we are we way too long mm. and something will sit on what's known as the bench. Yes. The problem with the bench is yeah. if you if a segment sits out on the bench, like there wasn't room for it in a show, mm. it, it seems like the bench is made from quite a smelly wood <laughs> because <laughs> if you sit on the bench for too long, yeah. you get a stink about you yeah, yeah. and you just go, gee, that's been on the bench for a while. And those, the bench, the, uh, eventually mm. we just ask the bench bits to go and sit somewhere else where it stinks less. <laughs> In the bin. So, it's very, so Darcy would have known this yeah. and quickly tried to put his segment on the smelly bench. And things move down the bench further until the year's done and then, and then they're gone. Yeah. There's yeah. a bin at the end of the bench. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the year we lift up one end of the bench and everything slides into the bin. <laughs> but no. Darcy under the mic goes back and um, okay. at the moment your fiancé is still working with me on the 100 TV show and so she gives me right. tidbits and I oh. sit there and go, oh, okay, I might put that in my book. Because um, I've had mates 
reach out to me after this segment aired mm. and then have been sending Jane bits and pieces about me that she'll go under the microphone that I think just it's, fell under the, the just bullying. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like it's Australia's hottest subject. <laughs> so the dossier builds. I didn't know this. Jane. Dus, this is going to be tough for you now. Knowing that you're engaged to and living with the mole, mm. there's no safe space for you anymore. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, Darcy, let's just talk quickly, though, for this week's um, Darcy Under the Microscope. Um, you've got two pets? Yes. Yeah, so we got Ollie, which we, uh, as we said last time, eight-year-old golden retriever, and Pat the cat, mm. uh, a, a small kitten. They both like being fed pretty early in the morning. Yeah, yes, they do. What time do they like breakfast time? Uh, five, 5.30. Isn't that crazy? Really? Yep. Would you say? Very early. Sorry, just if you can hear a slight whirring, guys, that's the microscope zooming in <laughs> as we, and focusing as we get closer to what the charges are. The allegation is that you never feed them breakfast. That's true. And it's luckily that it's happened today because I did get up and, and feed them this morning. Really? Yes, I did. Um, you pretend, I heard that you pretend to be asleep. I don't pretend. I don't slumber. I don't pretend. <laughs> Even when Sounds Jane like you do, by the way, you're yelling. Jane and I, we say, I, I think I have early onset narcolepsy. And it kicks in about 5am <laughs> when a cat wants food. <laughs> it's a pretty and convenient time, but yes. <laughs> so you're unwakeable at 5.30? I, it just doesn't bother me. Like the, the cat will jump up on the bed and pour Jane's face. He doesn't really pour my face. She knows that you're not getting up. And so I, you, it, I can just ignore them. I, I don't know how you guys go with your pets when wanting breakfast in the morning, but I just... You can just ignore it. Yeah, well, yeah. Henry just eats when we're ready. She doesn't yeah. get to, um, the dog, that she you, doesn't get to dictate times. But We sadly don't have a cat anymore, so pretty quiet on that front. <laughs> <laughs> Would be more of a haunting at this stage. I remember we got the cat, the the... Pretty much the day that Meowbert died, and I said, "Should I show Hamish the photos?" And they're like, "No, nah, nah. no." Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so one in. Here's the, here's the last bit. Is there was there was an argument? Was there over you not not eating and uh, not feeding the animals? Oh. And I heard that in 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 the argument, you said. Well, I don't know how much to feed it, so I can. <laughs> oh, yes, learned helplessness. That did happen. Yes. That did happen. That's that did happen. why I didn't, the same reason I didn't make popcorn at Hoyt's because no one ever taught me to make popcorn. <laughs> so I never had to serve the popcorn. It's a good one. Hey, this is a classic one in our family. My, when, like in the 80s or something, like the mid 80s, before the mid 80s, there used to be at petrol stations, they would serve you, right? Yes. They would come out and they would pump your petrol. Then self-serve petrol became a thing, and for a while there you could go to both. Mm. Like it used to be advertised in the late 80s, oh, self-serve. Like, yep. I remember we used to look out for it in the car. My grandma, when uh, self-serve came in, drove the car up to the local petrol station one evening to get petrol, like probably on the cheapest day of the week, drove the car up, and some went on her foot, and she drove back home and said, well, I'm not doing that again. It went on my foot. <laughs> so for the next 40 years, my grandpa had to go and fill up her car. <laughs> it pays. It pays. It pays. It's unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, there's incentive in it. What, what I found... I, I get so much stuff at home because... I, I didn't do well on the first outing at it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done a, I don't do the school lunches. I'm essentially banned because I was like, I want to make sure they're getting done well. Mm. Yep. And 
Right. Then, and I just slink into the background. Yeah. Um, yeah. Except, you know, when Zoe's away and then I do them and then she leaves me very strict instructions. <laughs> just a handful of lunch money. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then <laughs> I, send her, I send her pictures of the kids' lunch boxes full to the brim of marshmallows. <laughs> Darcy, thank you for going under the microscope again. I promise it's the last time I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll pack this microscope up like the ones you get for Christmas from Dick Smith. Never use it again. <laughs> and uh, we've discussed many, for many years, it's come up before, that I don't respect a bollard. That's a no. policy. Yep. They're orange bollards. Sometimes people will put them out to buzz car spaces yep. on busy roads, and I will move a bollard. Let's say, let's just really clarify this: portable bollards because there the, are big, the orange ones. plastic. <laughs> yeah. I respect those bollards. Yeah. Um, the plastic orange wobbly one yep. you can easily lift up yep. with yep. the kind of the octagon base, an extended widget hat, essentially. It has this. The other night I was at a mate's house for dinner, and his his parents were there. And he was telling me about how when he takes his boat, his tinny out fishing, mm. near where you put it in the boat ramp, the you he goes, I, I go, what are the witch's hats for? So I noticed him in the driveway. He goes, oh, I put the witch's hats in the car park. If I see a good car park, I'll buzz them. Then I put the tinny in the water. Then I go back to the car park with the trailer and stuff. Oh. Like, So I want, he's like, I want to make sure I've got the park before I back it in because he's trying to do it one man. Yeah, okay. So okay. if you put the boat in the water... You drive off and you can't get a park. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, oh, risky. Anyone move? He goes, no, you don't move witches' hats. I said, I definitely move oh, witches' hats. Well, and then yeah. his mum pipes up and goes, oh, I move witches' hats. I don't care about witches' hats. <laughs> yes. And I said, right. And then out of interest, I said, oh, would you move a bollard? She said, no, I wouldn't move a bollard. Huh? Oh, okay. So her line is between witches' hats and bollards. Do you that's a height-based thing or a weight-based thing? Uh, to, from what I gathered from interrogating this a little while, she can move a bollard easily. Okay. Very vibrant woman. <laughs> okay. okay but um, doesn't, but has more respect. Daughter. Just has re- too much respect for the bollard mm. and no respect for a witch's hat. Mm. The guy Maybe that road. comes from ancient times when we didn't like witches. I don't know. <laughs> guy, guy up the road from me, um, just in Richmond, two white buckets he puts out as he leaves every day. That's, that, no that's so optimistic. That. No respect for that. And I also went on to say I don't respect black and yellow tape. No. Of course, police tape, sure. Yep. But don't you're not you're not you're not scaring me with black and yellow no, tape. I'll move that every day of the week. Yeah. What it comes down to is it's these are I realize there's another thing that comes in this category that I often smirk at, and I wanted to bring up with you. Mm. How, where do you sit on the driveway? No parking driveway in use twenty four seven. Because I always look at those. Those signs are inherently flawed because driveway usually. Driveway or park spot? No, driveway. You know, so it's like a garage door or something. Yes. It's like no oh, yes. use. Mm. Like, you know, this driveway is no no parking across us. Yep. This driveway is in use 24-7. Mm. And you always look at it and you go, well, you're not because there's no one there now. <laughs> so I don't believe any of your signs. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. 24-7 means <laughs> constant. Yes. And I'm standing here looking at a, at a garage door in a driveway that's not being used. Yes. Yeah, that's so a good full point. of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a scarecrow. Yeah. It's a human yeah. scarecrow. Yeah. And that's what these things are. Mm. Witches hats are scarecrow. It's meant to scare you off. The bollards are scarecrow. Yeah. In use 24-7 mm. is a bit of a scarecrow. Yes. Now, I actually think a better sign would be no parking, driveway in use every 15 minutes. Yeah. Because then you go, oh, okay, I must be here in the lull. 
but, but they're really going to use it yeah. in a second. Spot on. Yeah. That Actually, I would believe more. But I feel like you would still run the gauntlet on that, Hayman, and go, I I've would, got yeah. 15 yeah. minutes. <laughs> I, I bet they just used it. <laughs> I've got 14 and a half here. I reckon they just used it. <laughs> Guys, there's some accidents uh, in life where your partner does it and it's fine, but if you had done the exact same thing, you'd be sentenced for life in prison, no parole. Most of them, most (laughs) accidents in my house. Mm. So something happened about four weeks ago, five weeks ago, and enough time has passed that I'm able to talk about this. Did you do it or did Beck do it? This is why it's so brilliant. Right. Beck launched uh, her new razor brand, brand called Louie, right? And I made a yep. little video for Instagram to say how proud I was of her. And in the video, there was a picture of her in the bath on her computer, like a video. Okay. And I had put too rude over the rude bits as like a bit of text title. Yep. Over which, I mean, does it matter which rude bits Breasts. or... There was no bottom. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just asking. There's no for, bottom half, right? I'm not, I'm not trying to find anything. I'm just saying it might come into play. I'm about to hit, you know, post. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, oh, I should just check whether Beck's worried about. I mean, if the- I think I saw this video too. It was yeah. like a montage. You yeah. could also just take it out, right? I could. Like you could just. Yep. I could. But I said, hey, Beck, I had this in the video. Are you comfortable with that? I filmed you in the bath. I'm going to show it to Australia. <laughs> How do you feel? And she was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. And I said, tell you what, you can decide. You either take it out or you put the two root exactly how you'd like it. Keep it or delete it. And then you press post just so I'm fine. Right. She says, all right. She adjusts a bit of two root, make it a bit bigger. Hits post. Mm-hmm. And as she's watching it back, for some reason, there's a glitch on Instagram and the two rude has moved so far away and it's post her breasts. Now, <laughs> I hear the biggest squeal. Like, and I said, what's happened? She goes, it's, there's been a glitch, there's been a glitch. And I said, delete, 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 delete. <laughs> delete. So, keep, this is keep it or delete it. <laughs> so she deletes it. Did, you, yeah. did you, she see before she deleted it how many people had seen it? Well, it's like one second. Like it was like literally, you know how it, when you post something. Zuck- Zuckerberg's got a copy of it though. <laughs> you know Zuckerberg's got a copy. So here's my predicament, right? So yeah. I go, no one would have seen it. Yeah. Beck's business partner was there and she said, oh, look, Beck, no, you got it down so quickly. It was like instantaneously, right? Yeah. Although it is launch week. I mean. Then <laughs> we want to make <laughs> a splash. Anything for buzz. <laughs> I then, and this is the part I haven't told Beck. I'm like, Beck, this is fine. Let me ask you this. Would the video have worked without the footage of her in the bath? Sure, like the, fine. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you could just like, yeah. Could have, could have That's taken also it an out. Option. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Then during the week, like about eight days later, made of mine, Tom, you know, mm-hmm. goes, did you post a bit of a whoopsie? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I didn't. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> what do you My mean? My fingers are clean. <laughs> he goes, what do you mean? He said, did you post a bit of a whoopsie on Instagram? I was like, no, what are you talking about? Like, because I'm, I'm still playing the whole, he goes, like, maybe you didn't have the two rude banner perfectly yeah. across where yeah. the rude bits. I was like, oh, you Because saw I saw that. a picture of <laughs> Beck topless and you'd written two rude on the wall. <laughs> what was on the wall? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, you saw that, did you? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, my partner Mel saw it and uh, she alerted me to it. I was like, oh, that's good, <laughs> good of her. And that's when I went into my direct messages and there are a bunch of people saying, hey, you might want to not or take that down. You might want to take that down immediately. Yeah, because even yeah, if it's you've... 10 seconds, people, if, if you're scrolling at that time, you're going to see it. Yeah. So here's my question to the boys. I've seen the nipple freed. Mm. Mm. Here's my question to you guys. you released it, Andy. Yeah. Well, I didn't. So yep. first, here's the headline. Gosh, I'm so happy that I passed <laughs> it over to Beck. Of course. And she but was in charge. Really? I mean, I would never have thought to do that. Like, I mean, mm. doesn't that tell you that there should? That's just an orange flag anyway. If you're going, yeah. I'm making you hold the gun, <laughs> so I'm not the criminal, yeah. and if someone gets shot, unfortunately, you are holding the gun. Yes. Like, that's just, I always feel in those moments you're like, well, this is the one where we go, mm. something, if there's something so worrying about this, yes. we could just, uh, but I, I've never heard of anyone handing it over to go, you press the button. Mm. Yes. I don't want to go down in history as the guy that dropped the bombs. Yeah. <laughs> you do it. But it was legitimately just for some reason the title shifted. Like we watched it as it was in mm. a draft. Yep. But yep. For some reason the title shifted. So it was a glitch that caused it. Mm. The second. Wasn't you just quickly leaning over and going, zip. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my other question. Since Tom said, did you do a whoopsie? I went into direct messages, which I don't normally look at, and they're. Yeah. Is some people whoopsie say, fans? How whoopsie, many <laughs> whoopsie fans? Whoopsie hunters. There was maybe seven or eight people that had that reached out. All all quite um, complimentary is the wrong word. No, all quite <laughs> helpful. Saying, "Hey, you might want to double check that something's happened." Yeah. Do I tell Beck? Because at the moment we're still working through a. We've smoothed this out. You know, she's got away with it scot free. I think what you're doing right now is a better option mm. to put it on the podcast. Mm. So she, she doesn't listen. Then, then it's up to her to yes. go, well, if you support my I did a nice video for your career. <laughs> you support my career and listen to me talking about how I posted your boobs. Then, then you take this down later. So if people are hearing this, yes. they'll know that Beck hasn't complained. Smart. Smart. <laughs> Advice from the master. Hey, we haven't done these for a while and they've been piling up, so let's get into them. But one little thing before we do. A lot of people have been taking advantage of Hogs's <laughs> Gone Mad and yep. <laughs> taking advantage of a Mad Men edition of Power Moves Volume 2. HamishNetty.com if you want to get it for, a, well, a crazy price. It's priced to clear, Ando. Yeah. It's priced, it's approaching cost. Mm. Uh, yes, well and truly. Uh, ben wrote in to us. And said he's taken advantage. He's loving the book. He also wrote a song to... Did he really? Yeah. I think it's been a crisis of conscience for him, the fact that he's been taking advantage of a madman at such a low price. Yeah, yeah. And he wanted to put it to music. Do I feel guilty? Do I feel bad? They say I took advantage of a man who's gone completely mad. What a great deal. Couldn't say no. I've learned so many great savings tips from listening to your show. Free popcorn from Hoyts, ghost out of car parks, trading sushi for autographs. I love saving money as much as I can. Didn't mean to take advantage of a madman. 
And being told a cheapskate was a part of my plan Call me Common Man I'm so Common Man I'm Common Man Oh, good He's a bad man <laughs> I really like, really like Common Man v Mad Man Great build too Like Jack, you're very good at writing music Musically, that structure was... Yeah, but it's an existing song, so he didn't make the song. Is that an existing Taylor song? Taylor Swift song. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it back a bit. Is that a Taylor Swift song? Because yeah. I was like, kid's got talent here. This is a really good build. Yeah, she's yeah, probably one of the best songwriters in the world. Yeah, I know who she is, Jack. I just haven't heard all her songs. <laughs> but in itself, Jack, a good power move yeah. Yeah. to explain who Taylor Swift is to someone. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hey, power move. This one came in from Simon. Sorry, because I was about to go, look, is, do you think it's Jay Post level? So you could have stayed there and gone, look, I think a song like that uh, is up to my level. Yes. <laughs> Musically. Hey, uh, kicking us off. What's the song? What's the, the Taylor Swift song? It's, a, it's um, I'm so sick and tired of um, basically saying if I was a man, I'd get there faster. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I think it's called The Man. Well, musically, mm. there's yeah. a reason it got me. Mm. Um, not off a new album either. Been around for a while. Um, like I said, I don't listen to every Taylor Swift song. <laughs> I'm well aware of who she is as an artist, a uh, successful person. One of her biggest songs. The, um, again, 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 Not that's not my priority each day. No, but even like just hearing it in a shop or something playing on the radio. Do a lot of online shopping. <laughs> <laughs> and only ever listening to the listener app in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Which right. I know has music available, <laughs> but I don't listen to those stations. Yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> from Simon Ham, definitely an asshole move. For people who are new to the show, um, this is the definitive list of moves you can use in social situations to give yourself the upper hand. Sometimes they're harmless. This one certainly isn't. He said, power move. Teachers at school assembly power moves. So it's specific for teachers. Love it. It's a very specific situation. If one of your teaching colleagues has had, a change, had to change their name after a divorce, in group settings, keep referring to them as their married name and then pretend to catch yourself and say, my <laughs> <laughs> That'll help them. <laughs> yes. That's, again. They'll appreciate that. A-hole. A-hole move. Um, another naming-based one, Ando. Okay. Comes from Dave. Ahoy, Dave. He said, I work at a large, well-known sporting organisation in Australia. Recently, we had to have some internal promotions amongst current staff. <laughs> Good bit of background. Yeah. I know, it must be nice. So a lot of people have got job bumps. Yeah. He said, I have found it both to be very funny and humbling to refer to them as the former role from which they'd been promoted. Love it. For example, I refer to our new general manager as the former regional manager. <laughs> 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 really like we should it. make it as like Andy Lee formally yeah. of Take 40 Australia or whatever. Like, <laughs> yes, when I was pressing buttons for um, Kyle and Jackie O on the back, on the, back of the day. Um, <laughs> hey, and this is from Tom. Killing back is his surname. Power move. Simply text a friend, hey, mate, are you free tonight? When they pri- reply, yeah, want to catch up? Just write, no thanks, but enjoy your <laughs> night off. Great <laughs> <laughs> one. Great one. Power move from Beck Keating. Uh, she said, often on the phone you have to spell out uh, spell out a word for someone. And instead of using the typical phonetic alphabet, i.e. A for alpha, B for bravo, C for Charlie, etc., use the silent alphabet. So that's K for knitting, G for gnome, <laughs> P for psychology, etc. 
Jack, are you tireder now that you do breakfast radio? Do Definitely. You oh. I was just saying, literally over lunch, I was saying to Andy, I just, I'm so tired. I'm tired all the time. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I do nap it, if I can every day. Okay. So you would, have you napped in your car? Yep. Uh, today. <laughs> <laughs> today. Uh, honestly, today. Before yep, coming yep. into the podcast, 15 minutes. I'm with minutes. you. I mean, I take, I think when you, like, I take, because I, sometimes you get woken up throughout the night with your kids, I'll take a nap. I've pulled over with the kids in the car and gone, I just need the 10 minute mm-hmm. nap. I've never done that pre kids, a genuine 10 minute power nap. And will and I they? Go, right, iPads on, respect dad's having that? a nap. Okay. They do, yeah. And I, because I, I get a thing where I get hit by a wall of fatigue. And yep. if I just jump on it, yep. I just got to surf it for 10 minutes and yep. I come back roaring. Yep. But if I miss the wave yep. and I don't get on the wave, like going to the just, toilet sometimes. Yes, the window. You need yep. the window. If yep. the window is upon you, get there. And I've always appreciated that working with you, Ando. For 20 years, we've always respected a window. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe we'll say uh, be, Andy, I've got a window, and I'll say, go. Do whatever you need, and go. I'll hold your body's forward. on. Your body's on, and your body knows what to do. Because if you neglect the window, if you yeah. force yeah. it shut, mm. as so many people I think in the workplace are forced to do, mm. you get a very confused body. Yeah. And your body sometimes won't give you another window, sometimes for another day. Yeah. Well, you, you go, okay, to, I well, don't know I guess... if you still believe this, Hamish, but you used to tell me that if you leave a poo undone, that it goes toxic and it can make you sick. It can be reabsorbed. <laughs> yeah, you said absorbed. You know. I'm not sure if that's entirely true. And but... you'll start to sweat a thin veneer. Of... <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, you well, would, if you have a window, I would happily do... You know, four more minutes of small talk with Kesha while she we we wait. Well, we never. I never left an interview to do a poo. <laughs> Not left. So, just the, just the start of it. She might have arrived early. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't remember any of those, but just on the day to day grind. Yeah. You know, you can always take a window. The reason I ask about napping is where do you guys stand on this? The floor nap at the airport, okay? Like lying on the floor for a nap. I understand things can get pretty desperate at the airport. I saw a floor nap the other day in domestic. No, 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 no. However, you are not waiting for more. Your flight will be in an hour. It can't be really more than an hour or two away. You don't need to floor nap at domestic. It was like two in the afternoon. Yeah, no, you can't floor nap. (laughs) It's the same rules apply. You can't floor and you can't wash yourself in the sinks. At and the you can't airport? at the airport. The two. Well, I just think there are different international terminal and domestic rules. Yep. If it was 2 a.m. in Dubai yeah, and you saw floor someone nap. floor napping, you're like, fair okay. so they might have been there for 12 hours already yes. and they've just got a horrible layover. But at 2 o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> at Sydney Domestic <laughs> Airport, like, why did you, you flew in from Albury and you're waiting to go to Adelaide in 50 minutes just seems, seems unapproachable. It's like even yeah. if you desperately need to nap, find a wall. Like, yeah. That's yeah. where you do a wedge and lean. Yes, floor, exactly. The floor nap is or, only to replace a full night's sleep. There are plenty of chairs where you can slouch in. and Slouch. Yeah, yeah. slouch. The floor nap feels like it's more than 10 minutes. Floor nap is you given up. You don't care about dignity at all. But, and I've been you're there myself. A, you're sending an alarm generally for a yeah, floor nap. Floor I, nap. I agree with him. You're so desperate. You're you're on some yep. crazy layover somewhere in the middle of the night in yep. you know the the middle mm. of the world, and you're just like, I don't care what people think of me yeah. anymore. I just got to get yep. some sleep. I've never seen more floor napping yep. than Ibiza Airport. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yes. And that's, I, I got we were going back early. So it's a bo- it's a borderline medical evacuation. Yeah. A lot of the time, flying out of a beefer. We we're going back early, Jack, and so we got there extremely early. And there would be eighty people floor napping. Mm. Yeah. And I spoke to one person. <laughs> someone so just released was, chloroform. <laughs> it was crazy. And I spoke to someone and said, "What's going on here?" And they said, 
most of us won't book accommodation. So oh, they fly over from, party. They and fly, fly from back. England and nightclub party like through the night twice and then go back to the airport. <laughs> that makes me sick. And then <laughs> floor that. Wow. I feel like they should pad, and, have padded floors there. At least they should, they should be floor. crash mats. Yeah, like just the, yeah, at least the playground floors. Yeah. <laughs> the spongy yes. play equipment floors. Yeah. Because you know they're getting on a Ryanair flight too and it's just going to be crammed. <laughs> they're not, they don't have a Mr. Jeffries, do they, <laughs> Mr. Ralph. He's Mr. back, Ralph. by the way. Oh, great news. <laughs> great he bounced back. Quick, quick update on Jack's <laughs> semi-legal <laughs> airfare hookup. Just quickly, have we been talking about Mr. Ralph on air or I think, I think we've air. mentioned him. Oh, have we never mentioned him? I don't think so. But this is Mr. Ralph. Okay. <laughs> Tell me if this is our understanding. Okay, I, actually you trying, say, I was, yeah, you I was trying to explain Mr. Ralph to Zoe the other night. Where someone in Bianca's family mm-hmm. has a con- has a family connection to Mr. Ralph. So to you, he's your like wife's cousin's, you know, husband or something. Absolutely no relation to me, and I've never met him. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I, I fly some, business class because of him. Yeah, there's some hookup somewhere in the family. Mr. Ralph either worked for United or American or something like he was high up, mm. and he has the lifetime ten percent deal. Where if whatever he wants to. Like whatever he wants, whatever airfares he wants. For friends and family as well. Yeah. It's even for better f- than that. I don't know what oh, he, he was. He gets them for free and you just pay taxes or something. Ex-pilot or something, he gets a ridiculous deal on the flights. And, and you're you're so loosely linked to him. It's yeah. like Jack, then Kevin Bacon. Yeah. It's like <laughs> so far away. Yeah, yeah. But somehow through the family mm. you can get to Mr. Ralph, but he only has a certain quota, doesn't he? And so the family, there's a bit of politicking each year to make sure you're in on the quota. Yeah, that's right. You can't overuse, like you can't. At the start, we thought Mr. Ralph was an unlimited tap, but he's not. Yeah. <laughs> and then so you was, were I was telling like my brother, my mom, like everybody get on the Mr. Ralph, and then the tap turned and off. He's having health issues. Yes, then you're worried. He's in his 80s, so then he said, you know what, I'm too sick to deal with the um the free flights, so. Uh, he did turn off the tap. He said, please thought, stop contacting me. That's what he said. <laughs> I'm getting 300 emails a day. So then we sadly mourned the loss of him. Even though he was still alive, he turned off the tap for the flight. <laughs> dead dead, dead then, to you. Just, <laughs> Check out a memorial service for the free tickets. Just, but I, I'm still here. Not really. <laughs> Last week, my wife rang me. I'd never heard her so excited. She goes, guess what, guess what? Mr. Ralph is back in business. <laughs> he is risen. He is risen. <laughs> Oh, praise oh. the Ralph. Amazing. So, yeah, okay. Well, it would have been floor naps for you a plenty, Jack, but great to hear that Mr. Ralph is back here. Yeah, back up the point nice here. Nice to a real high note. <laughs> um, something we need to touch on quickly yeah, from something that happened last week. <laughs> and, look, it is... It is to do with a rat test, mm. um, not rapid antigen, just no, rat. They're gone. Just rat in the ranks test. Yes. People that heard last episode would be aware there was, you know, Mike was on podcast, Mike, and um, the the reason we're slightly hesitant to do this is because the rats away at the moment. Yeah. But as the saying goes, mm. the cats will play. <laughs> it's not as the saying goes at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Actually, we're not scared of the rat. <laughs> <laughs> but the rat's away, so he can't defend himself. Yeah. And the but the cats will um will certainly have a grim meeting in the rat's absence. Yeah. We can't promise it'll all be positive news for the rat. But Not that's really. nature too. Mm. That you can't be a rat hoping that People. if you see three cats having a meeting that, that <laughs> you're gonna that they're gonna be discussing yeah. you favorably. No. They traditionally aren't a fan of you. Yeah. So 
There's a bit of a theory flying around. I can't remember who brought it up or whatever, but it's caught fire that, that Mike could be a rat. Um, trying to he, bring the show possibly down bring the show with, down from, from the inside within. whilst appearing to be mm. a good friend of ours and a positive contributor to the show. All the best spies do that. It would be too obvious mm. if he was throwing obvious haymakers. Yeah. So the listeners, you know, people have caught on and people are sending in lots of, you know, quite interesting evidence from mm. different episodes about where um, some rat-like behaviour might have occurred. Again, with often no evidence, but that's just the way we like it. (laughs) 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 Only circumstantial. Mm. One thing that caught a lot of people's attention was last week, um, Mike came in to defend himself on different rat charges, but was talking when he got the um, neutrons, electrons, protons definition wrong. He came to apologise. He did his apology song. And um, he mentioned in that interaction... But coming up with the things we do at the start of the show that you read, Ananda, the the us having three um, titles, us being three yes. things that are connected somehow. Yeah. He mentioned that that was a very very difficult part of his day. If you aren't familiar with the audio, this is what he said last episode. Well, can I say, Andy and I probably agree these are the hardest parts about making these shows. No, it's not. The har- <laughs> The hardest part, the hardest hardest thing about the Hamish and Andy podcast I'm skis, I'm a toboggan, (laughs) you're a snowboarder, what are we? Things people use in the snow. All right, guys, go home. That's the hard bit over. (laughs) No, but now do 20 more of those. No, not 20 in a whole day. I have to crank these out. a week. I have to crank 28. No, he doesn't. Crank. We require one. We require 40 a year. So what what essentially, and I don't know if we said this last week, when he goes, I've got to crank out 20. Mm. Okay, let's let's assume that that he does crank out 20 Mm. in a day, which, by the way. He doesn't. Now, we're not going to play this game, but easily you could crank out 20 in half an hour. Yes. (laughs) I could crank out 20, I'm confident, in 20 minutes. Mm. Anyway, if if he had to produce that abnormal amount of, as he's sort of like, he's sort of portraying it as like that sweatshop level of work, he's only going to do that twice a year because we do only do 40 episodes a year. So You'll notice (laughs) in that audio he tried to get some support from me. Yeah, he said uh, he Andy goes, and yeah, I will agree. Yeah. And I think yeah. Andy will agree. And it's <laughs> I think Andy will agree. <laughs> quick inspection of quick inspection of Andy. Yeah. Shake of the head. <laughs> quick shake of the I won't agree that that's the hardest part of the show at all. Much. Anyway, a lot of people, the reason it rolled up the listeners is because people do send them in. People yeah, have an idea and they go, oh, i got a funny idea and I'll send them in. So they'll either DM Andy or they'll just send him through the go to hamishandy.com. Yep, and I'll Mike flick him to Carly. Mike. I flick him to yeah. Mike and Carly and go, hey, Mike, can you add this to the list? This is a good one that's been sent in all the time. I'm not even going to give you the complete list here. But of this supposed hardest part, right, of this impossible work order to fulfil for Mike, who's acting like he's the only person at the Tesla factory and Elon's <laughs> gone, well, we promised shareholders we're doing 100,000 cars this year. And he's even going, mamma mia, Mr. Elon. Too many cars to promise. I'm but one man. <laughs> right? That's not what's going on here. This no. is a very, very fast list. Immune cells in the body sent in by Flynn. Apple Store employees sent in by Brenton. <laughs> Jesus Apostles by Alan. Underground Miners, that was from Harry. Ultimate Frisbee, Andrew. People in Birthing Room, that was from Emma. Banana Farmers was from Jethro. Dragon Boat Racing from Bobby Firefighter. Sam. Members of an Ambulance, Caitlin. Parts of a Tooth, Cassandra. Hemsworth Brothers, Lily. Lacrosse Players, Duncan. Operating Theatre Staff, Elise. Not even, that's not even the definitive list, no. okay? It goes on and on and on. These are all the people writing and going, hey. All the ones we've used, which is... I, we, we, we contribute these. Mm. So if Mike's trying to claim this is the hardest part of his job, mm. that 
is squeaky behaviour. Yes. Very yeah. squeaky with a long tail. Rat. So what's he really doing with what his day? What is he doing? What's he, why is he so keen for us to think this is the hardest part of his job? Because What's it covering? Yeah. Interesting. As we like to just get no conclusions, just a big question mm. to end on. Anyway, I'm sure he's not a rat. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Hold up. 